welcome, 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 everybody. What's going on? It's your host, Chris Walton of the Rim Run Podcast. Coming to you today with a special guest. I got former Minnesota Timberwolves guard, as well as Dallas Maverick guard, and Grammy-nominated artist, Mr. Maurice Ager. What's going on, bro? Chris, what's the word, brother? Chilling, man. Chilling stateside, man. How you holding it down in Asia? Oh, uh, man. Should we hold it down, bro? Yeah. Working every day, man. We stand focused, doggy. Hey, that's what's up, man. That's all you can do. How, uh... How everything going as far as like the uh the pandemic over there and whatnot? Um, man, uh, right now it's it's kind of like a, um, yeah, we we handled it really well in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we've been off quarantine since I want to say like maybe March, something like that. Um, or uh, no, I'm sorry, early April. Um, but you know we have some cases lately. You know that's been popping up. You know what I mean here and there. But uh, for the most part, man, you know, uh, everything is still open. You know what I mean? People still working and stuff like that. So, um, you know, they don't, you know, they don't sign, we don't have any signs of, you know, going back to shut down or anything like that. So we've been fully functional for a while. That's what's up, man. That's that's got to be nice. Um, you know, we we trying to reach some kind of normal this way, but you know, I don't know when that's gonna happen or what we're gonna be able to do to get that done. But uh. It looked like the NBA got that figured out. Um, and I know with, you know, been a while since you've been in the league, but you were there nonetheless. Special, special, uh, only a special few get that opportunity. Do you think if you were playing now, how how, how do you think you would have responded as far as going into the bubble and what decision do you think you would have made? Yeah, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, you know, if I feel like I was playing, you know, I, you know, I feel like we should do whatever we had to do to get it done. Um, me personally, man, I don't know how I would feel about things, you know what I mean, just considering, you know, just everything that's around it, you know, injustice going into basketball. I don't think I would be one of I would probably be one of those guys who, who would be good on, you know, all of the basketball stuff, man, you know, because I, I, would, I feel like I would, you know, I would be more so focus on just, you know, how our people is being treated. So it's like, I probably wouldn't even be excited to even play, you know, just because of that. And it's so funny how everybody forgot about it so quick just because, you know, it came up with a scenario, with a scenario to still be able to play the games. But with me, man, I feel like, you know, just injustice and, you know, how, how people was being, you know, that would have been still more important to me than, you know, playing in the bubble or something like that, you know what I'm saying? That's just me, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, because you you do have to be well rounded, and you got to be aware. Because you know, I know a lot of times we talk about when you bring sports into the equation. Anytime you got unrest going on, naturally, not so much that it's a distraction, but it is something that does your energy start to shift when you when you got something like that 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 ain't been here over this time period, and we see what everybody been going through all over the world. It's definitely good, you know, to know that you be thoughtful about that. And that's definitely good to hear. Uh, so with that said, I know a lot of times, like you said, you you probably would focus more so on, on the social injustice. Do you think you would have also balanced that with doing your music while you was in the bubble, during like your pastime, like a lot of the guys are doing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, I'm, I'm almost certain that I would definitely still work on music if that was the case. That's what's up, man. Definitely what's up. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, when, when you're talking about, you know, your music and whatnot, I know you've been in the game for like a long time now, really, when you think about it. Um, as far as like your beginnings, like where did you start or what really influenced you to to get into music after basketball? Um, you know, I, I think what influenced me more so was just the fact that I really wanted, you know, I wanted my time, you know what I'm saying? I wanted my time back. Um, I wanted the time to be able to do the things that I wanted to do. Um, for me personally, you know, nine months out the year was, was starting to be one of those things that I didn't, I just wasn't desiring anymore, you know, you know, I feel like that's <clears throat> a lot of time to dedicate yourself to something, you know, so, you know, I, mean, I just wanted to work on something that was more personal, you know what I'm saying, and actually experience life in other ways, you know what I'm saying, instead of being, you know, um, pretty much tied down by, you know, by basketball all the time. So, you know, um, this, that was a personal decision for me because, you know, uh, you know, obviously I always wanted to do music, but it, it definitely got to a point where I just wanted to explore and see what I could do with music, you know, if I did it full time, you know what I'm saying. So it's been a process, bro, you know what I mean, it's, been 10 years and you know and um we're still putting it together so <clears throat> you know i'm still grinding and, and you know and putting in that effort in order to you know give my just doing music as well so uh, and it's coming so right right yeah for sure man and, and it's always good to be good to be consistent and I know you said it's coming but you know me on the outside looking in i, I see that you you've been successful and I mean, you got nominated for a Grammy. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that feeling because you've been a part of the Final Four. Like I said, you, you've been in the NBA on the big stage. Tell me how does it feel to get nominated for a Grammy for, you know, something that you've been able to turn into a success after basketball? Um, I think for me, man, it was, just a, it was a stepping stone. You know, it was still just one of those things that, you know, um, it was an acknowledgement, you know, it was just something to show me that, you know, for me that, I was on the right path. It was, a, I feel like it was a reward at that time. But um, even now, man, it's just like I, I still kind of feel like I got the chip on my shoulder. I still feel like I have a lot to, to prove for my to myself. Um, I love success, so I, you know I think that's you know one of the things that's continuing to drive me because you know um, I feel like you know I, if I have God-given talent and skills and abilities, I would like to be able to succeed at the highest level with them. Not only to support myself financially, but to you know to, to succeed in those in, in that area, especially with music, and uh, and eventually be uh, an influence and an uh, inspiration to other people, especially other athletes who, who want to pursue music and naturally do it. You know, because like I said before, you know, I mean, a lot of guys who did this basketball stuff. I mean, the basketball and the music, you know, the music was really just a hobby for them. They did it because they could. I mean, I wanted a very few people who actually really sat down and stuck with it. And uh, I really believe I'm going to get rewards for that, man. You know, I feel like the payout and the payback is going to be uh, immense whenever it does happen. You know what I mean? I've, I've been set, like, like you said, success has been one thing, but I've been steady in it, but I still feel like there's, there's a level that I, I haven't reached yet. And um, I feel like I'm well on my way, man. You know what I mean? I'm making a lot of um, adjustments, you know, so that can happen. You know? So it's like, I'm a type of person, man, so I'm not going to rest until I actually, you know, um, achieve those goals, you know, to where everybody in the world know what I'm doing musically, and everybody rock with something. Well, not everybody, but you know, I have a, a strong core following. You know, what I'm saying I still don't feel like I got that strong core following with my music yet. So, 
Um, so I'm working hard, you know, every day. So we you know, change that that uh that cycle, man, where to get people on board with the things I'm doing musically. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know for you, you took a big step, you know, migrating, going to Asia, and, you know, linking up with Dev Jam and, and working over there. What's been the scene for you and how how is like the music scene in Asia? Um, it, it's one of those things. I can only speak on Hanoi, um, Vietnam right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak on Vietnam. It's the hip-hop and hip-hop R&B scene is really growing. You know, before that, you know, there was a lot of, you know, shaky neon and techno and stuff like that. I feel like um, I'm, I'm definitely spearheading, you know, um, with the hip-hop and what's going to look like the future here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are becoming more and more uh, receptive to, to hip-hop just, you know, just because of the culture, you know, that we know. Us as black people, man, we pretty much dictate what the culture is going to be. You know, and we've always done it, always will. So it don't matter what you know what it is. So it's like, so it's like for the hip hop, you know, I mean, a lot of people really, really, really rock with it. So and uh, and I'm pretty much specializing on hip hop, R and B, and other forms of music for the most part. And uh, yeah, it's starting to grow. It's just growing fast too. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of happy to be a part, part of that. You know, that uh, that process here. You should do something legendary, bro. Man, I feel like, you know, at this point, what's the point of living if you're not going to do something that's legendary and monumental for yourself? And, you know, something that can be, you know, talked about for years by your family and friends. For sure. For sure. And it's it's crazy because we, we've been watching the game and you played the game of basketball and watching that kind of go global. Now seeing hip hop, you know, follow suit. That's been like an amazing thing to see. Um, and, you know, we've been able to spread our influence out beyond places. Like, I'm pretty sure people who came in the game and pioneered it didn't even think that they'd be able to do it. Um, as you see, like a lot of, you know, the Vietnam scene kind of adopting hip hop. Do you find yourself like, you know, adopting some of the things that they do musically or what's your approach with that? Um, nah, not really. You know, I feel like, you know, we are culture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much the influencer when it comes to that. Um, but I, I do, uh, I do respect the fact that, you know, that, you know, they do have, uh, they, they have a, uh, an inclination to want to make the sound for themselves, but I still, I still feel like I'm, I'm probably one of the leaders in the film to like, you know, um, create a certain quality of music here. So, uh, but I mean, obviously, the culture itself definitely inspires. You know, what I mean, just, just living in a, in a whole different culture. You know, what I mean, uh, the, the Asian culture itself definitely has an influence when it comes to you know the sounds and and you know the, I mean, how I create the music and some of the, the influence around me. You know, what I mean, just from you know um, you know the different language to you know just the traditional sounds and stuff like that. You know, what right. I mean? those are the things that influence me more than anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I know you you kind of talked about it a little bit with that, the creativity. And, you know, we think about when you're thinking about music or if it's basketball, it's about, like, rituals and routine. Tell me a little bit about what goes into, like, your your creative process. Like, I know you had the video uh, earlier, you know, when, you know, pandemic went down. And it was kind of, you know, you had, like, a PSA going on. With, it, was, it was a real dope concept. How do you like going to like doing your videos, doing like your sound, your music in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I start off with the beat, of course. 
And, um, and then after that, you know, just kind of start building the concept. I don't necessarily, not always, but, you know, for the most part, you know, I kind of just um, start, you know, with the beat and then, you know, the concept actually comes a little bit later mm-hmm. as I, you know, develop the song and stuff like that. And then, you know, once once I come up with a hook, you know what I'm saying, then we kind of go, go. But, you know, I, I, it's rare that I go into a, a, a session like, okay, this is the type of track I'm going to make. It's kind of just, you know, free flow. Mm-hmm. And, um, but for the most part, I think lately we, we have been kind of just coming up with more concepts and different things we want to do for different companies and, you know, as far as, you know, certain licensing and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we have to have, uh, you know, we have to have a topic, you know, moving to you know, different tracks lately. But, no, a lot of stuff just ends up being natural, bro. Yeah, yeah. And that makes sense because you never want to go into the process being like sometimes when you get an idea, you kind of restrict yourself so much to trying to stick to that one thing. So you don't allow yourself to be like creative or you don't allow yourself to be open to ideas or, you know, you sitting in the studio, everybody's spitballing right now. Ideas. It's kind of like painting almost. You just kind of paint, painting, and then once you get in that mode, then you know what you want to do when you finish everything up. So, I definitely, definitely understand that process. Definitely understand it. And um, what would you say is like the biggest difference in the scene in Vietnam with uh, music and what you've been experienced when you when you first started and when you did your music here in the states? Um, I think the thing for here, you know, it's just like I said, just. You know, come in with an original sound. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a, a lot of the Asian, not only uh, Vietnam, but it's just different parts of Asia. You know, they don't necessarily have their own their their own create creative sound. You know, I mean, they can only go off what they hear from us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, just being able to come here and just create something originally for them, and then you know, giving people more you know uh, more inspiration as you do their own sound. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to sound like the Travis Scott or something like that, but Really, you know, you know, developing, holding on my own style, own styles, own styles like that has been one of the main things for me. You know what I mean? Since I've been here, you know what I'm saying, you know, just doing shows and, and um, you know, it, it's it's just different. You know what I'm saying? So, because a lot of times they might not understand what I'm saying, but if I have a hook that has like a melody or something that's easy and catchy, you know, they really catch on at shows and stuff like that. But for the most part, man, it, it's just a, it's a building process, man, to get people, you know, to to recognize. You know, the, that hip hop music and everything that we do culturally, it, it is something that we continue to develop and evolve. And can't be, you know, copying stuff you see off, you know, from YouTube and stuff like that. You got to really develop your own sound, and your own characters, and stuff like that in order to be truly successful mm-hmm. in um, anything like that. You know? Yeah, definitely. You want to be a one on one. You want to be a one on one because everybody can't carry that same sound that they might be you know, influenced by or whatever they might see, you know, is selling at the time. It it can definitely lead to like disaster. And I'm definitely glad you, you know, you carving your own lane out, doing your own thing and being the influence for other artists and whatnot in that area and watching that carry over, um, you know, as they try to grow their success and and do what they want to do. But, you know, I definitely, uh, I want to try to go ahead and get you out of here, man. So, I want to kind of pivot back to to basketball. I didn't know how much of it you was watching, but uh, how you feeling about 
what you're seeing so far and, and who you think going to come out on top ultimately? Man, it's kind of weird right now. Um, you know, um, you know, Portland came out and they took care of business definitely with the Lakers. Um, Clippers, you know, they got a, uh, they don't Handful. have a, a big wall. So, I mean, I feel like anything, anything can happen at this point. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the confidence is, is just through the roof for some of these teams. I don't, I don't think anybody is like in fear of the Lakers or the Clippers. Mm-hmm. So, shoot, man, it's, just, it's up for the grabs, man. It's up for the taking. Hey, I'm right there with you, man. It's ain't no bright lights. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? They, it's it's no expectation. These these young bulls, they uh they don't know that they uh they supposed to bow down to the old guard. So I'm I'm right there with you. I started out thinking everything was gonna be normal, but nah, not at all, not at all. So I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. Um, but um, before I get you out of here, what uh what what you working on, man? And uh what you got coming up next? Uh, yeah, man, I'm still training, training, training with the Moyo Hoop School. You know, we're doing training, special, specialty clinics, where elite we're training small, small groups on the weekends. So we're still going to Hoop School with that until, you know, um, you know, people feel much more comfortable, you know, getting back out here and training and stuff like that. You know, the kids started school here this week, so, um, you know, that's the top priority for, you know, parents. But for the most part, man, we got a lot of music coming out, man. I got a video coming out for one of my songs called Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, have a, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to put together an EP project to throw on, on Spotify because I got so much ca- um, content at this point. So we're going to start, you know, building that catalog back up with um, on Spotify with new music. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but stay tuned. You know, we're releasing new songs every week. You know, so I'll post those on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm working with a lot of dope artists out here. You know, from Rich Troy to Wordy, you know, still that. Um, some things we're going to be, you know, releasing through Dev Jam Asia. Um, and, you know, so stay tuned, man. You know, hopefully, you know, we get some some, uh, some placements, you know, this year. You know, some licensing, some, some sponsorship stuff. So, but uh, for the most part, man, we got some dope music, man. Uh, you, know, you know, me personally, some of the songs that I'm doing, that I'm rapping on, I'm singing on, the songs that I'm producing and writing for others. So, um, yeah, it's about to be content heavy, bro. So it's just like, just stay tuned, man. We're going to flood the block. And uh, we're going to get it going. Hey, that's what's up, man. You know, I'm going to share, check it out, man, and spread it around. Spread it around for sure, man. I appreciate you for, you know what I'm saying, giving me your updates. Of course, I appreciate you for coming on and speaking with me, Mo. You know, you're welcome anytime. And uh, tell the people where they can follow you, man, on your socials. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely, man. You can follow me on M-O-E. A G E R. That's Instagram and both Twitter. Um, you know, th- those are the two main platforms. You know, at the moment, you know, I don't really do TikTok, nothing like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, man, once again, it's M O E A G E R. It's Mo Agar. Follow me. Follow me if you want to, you know, get features, beats, you know, uh, consulting, mentorship, you know, all of that cool stuff. Now, I have a lot of experience. I've heard a lot of people. I want to continue to help people. So, holler at me, man, if you want to get those things done. Um, you know, I got the more promotions on my Twitter page, you know, I have a, um, uh, you know, pretty much a Twitter, uh, promotions business where I, you know, help young artists, entrepreneurs, and, um, you know, and so on to, to help get more exposure. So, you know, I'll let me for that, you know, for the most part. So, but other than that, man, um, you know, the music comes out, you know, I hope you guys support and uh, like what I'm doing. Hey, that's what's up, bro. 
And as always, man, like I said, I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you so much. The amazing Mo Ager, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all for joining us either tonight, in the morning, whenever you check this out. Uh, again, it's your host, Chris Walton. Again, much and many thanks to Mo Ager. And we'll see y'all on the, uh, on the flip side. And y'all be safe, man. Hold it down and check y'all out next time. All right, cool. Chris, I appreciate you, man. Good luck, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, Mo.